Blog Talk Radio. Hey, this is Dan Marino. Hi, this is Larry Zonka. Hi, I'm Zach Thomas of the Miami Dolphins. This is Mark Super Duper. I'm John Offerdahl. This is Paul Warfield. Hi, this is Nick Bonacani. This is Jake Scott. Gary Premian. Dick Anderson. Larry Little. Mercury Morris. Tom Vigarito. This is Don Strauss. Don Nottingham. Hey, this is A.J. Dewey. Otto Stowe. Mike Colon. Doug Kruzan from the 1972 undefeated Miami Dolphins. This is Marlon the Magician Briscoe. This is Mark Ingram. I'm Jim Crash Jensen. This is Don Shuler. And I listen to the Pat Catello Show. It's the Miami Dolphins Legend Show with Pat Catello. Join us now as we talk Dolphins football or call in live with your questions or comments. And now, here's your host, Pat Catello. Okay, good evening, everybody. Welcome to another edition of the Miami Dolphins Legend Show. I'm your host, Pat Catello. And I will be joined alongside Rich Van Zandt shortly as the Miami Dolphins season uh, comes to an end. Uh, they uh, lose the wild card game up in Buffalo uh, by the score of 34-31. Um, Miami Dolphins uh, certainly had their hands full going into this game, as all Dolphins know. And uh, I think that there's a large majority of people that are uh, certainly stunned uh, at the way this game went down. And, um, you know, the Dolphins played them three times this year, and it's plainly obvious the Buffalo Bills, are, you know, are not a team that the Miami Dolphins are intimidated by. Um, you know, it's hard to say they have their number now because obviously they lost two out of the three, but out of those three games you could certainly make an argument that they could have and should have won all three games. But, um Neither here nor there. Let me give you the stat rundown. Uh, Skylar Thompson, of course, the rookie third-string quarterback uh, who was going to get the start in this game, uh, 18 for 45, 220 yards. He had the one touchdown, did not have an interception. Um, you know, I think that that's a big thing uh, when you look at it. Um, you know, he, he didn't make those crucial mistakes, so... Uh, and we'll talk a lot about that. Um, Rushing-wise, Jeff Wilson, 10 for 23 with a touchdown, and, you know, that, that kind of says uh, something there. Um, of course, you know, Mostert out for the game with the thumb, so um, the rushing attack was not uh, a, a key factor, and yet uh, hearing that, you might have thought that, you know, it was not going to be the day that it was for the Dolphins, but um, that didn't seem to have the detrimental effect um, passing-wise. Tyreek Hill, uh, leading receiver, but only 7 for 69. Ahmed right behind him, 3 for 45. Jalen Waddell, 3 for 44, but 7 targets to him with only those 3. Uh, Gasecki 2 for 15. I mentioned him because he did have the touchdown. Um, defensively, uh, huge uh, three big turnovers. Uh, defense certainly uh, did everything that you needed them to do to win this game. They had the three turnovers, Xavier Howard and Javon Holland with the two big interceptions. And, of course, Zach Sealer uh, gets the fumble and brings it in for a touchdown after the row uh, and Phillips hit. And uh, 
Also to mention Jason Sanders, because he did go three for three, and he did hit some really big field goals. So um, I want to mention him there. Uh, And then from the Buffalo side of the ball, Josh Allen, 23 for 39. He had 352 yards. He had three touchdowns, but he did have those two interceptions. Um, And leading rusher for them was uh, Devin Singletary, 10 for 48. Cook behind him, 12 for 39, one touch. And Josh Allen ran the ball four times for only 20 yards, so certainly uh, nothing to get uh, up in arms about there. Dolphins defense uh, handled that. Uh, Receiving-wise, Stephon Diggs, 7 for 114, and Gabe Davis, 6 for 113, so they did have their fair share of yardage in the air. Gabe Davis also scored a touchdown. And uh, Cole Beasley and uh, Dawson Knox uh, also had touchdowns in the game, and that's pretty much your rundown statistically there. Um, You know, Rich, I I, I don't know where to go with this. I have so many mixed feelings and mixed emotions going into this game. uh, I mean, there was uh, not a lot of people who thought this was not going to be anything less than a massacre, including somebody I'm very close to. And so, you know, you don't like to say moral victories, but you have to say that I think the entire country has to give respect now to the Miami Dolphins. I mean, this is a game they certainly could have won, but more so than that, you know, I don't think anybody was expecting this this kind of a competitive game that the Dolphins played up there under their third string quarterback. Oh, when it was seventeen nothing, it looked like it was going to be a disaster. You know, and the fact that yeah, we were, you know, lining up before halftime, and you know, unfortunately, we let up that that field goal with you know fifty eight seconds left. You know, that was right. that was a crusher. We should have went to halftime tied. But, you know, you know, we actually took the lead in the second half, which was crazy. I mean, nobody... Yeah, that's why I said I don't know if I'd say that was a crusher. Yeah. I mean, obviously it was aggravating that they couldn't go in at least you know, tied. You know, yeah, but... it was aggravating. I'm going to say it was a crusher, but it was one of those things that, like, you know, come on, you know? Yeah, certainly. You seem to be able to, you know, stop people like that when it, when it comes down to that, you know? Right, right. Season. But, you know, like I said, I, I, I hate the fact we had to go up to play this game without our quarterback, and, you know, with all the injuries that we had. Just... It's just not fair. It's like seven years we waiting to go to the playoffs, and this is the second playoff game in a row now that we we never started quarterback, you know, over a seven year period, which is insane, you know. I mean, what is that? Who does that happen to? Yeah, I mean, it, yeah. it certainly is is bad uh, luck as far as that would go if you want to have it. Um, and you know, I guess it, it there's two ways of looking at the script. And yeah, uh, you get to the playoffs again, and you have to have that be, you know, the team that you go in on. Um, but, you know, when you look at it from the other end, um, I think it, it it does show a lot of positives. And like I said, I think it's going to give you a lot of respect moving forward um, as far as where the team is. Um, but, uh, you know, I, you know I, and I don't want to be negative in any way, um, but, you know, I have to be somewhat realistic because I think what it comes down to is I, I think the Dolphins have done a lot of good things. And we've seen this before. And what it comes down to now is can you continue to progress and get better next year, right? I mean, we've seen teams overachieve in the first year of a coach, right? Yeah, well, we've certainly seen and, that. You know, the, the whole thing, like, you know, there isn't a natural progression in this league. I, I've been arguing about this for years. It does, just because you lost this game doesn't mean you're going to win the next year. That doesn't mean anything, you know. It's it's. Well, that's not really what we argue about. If you're talking about what me and you argue about, that's not really no, what no, we no. – that, that's not the argument. No, 
The argument is, if they get back there, if they get back to a playoff game, the argument is, everybody who played in that playoff game, I think, is going to have more poise and, you know, go in there. It doesn't mean they're going to win or or continue. I just think it helps you to get in the the whole realm of the playoffs. So your your team has done it. They're a little familiar. It's going to help guys who have been there before in some ways. It's it's not the end all. There's teams that start out like the Bengals last year, right? I mean, and they go all the way to the Super Bowl. So, yeah, it's not the end all, but I do think it, it's a positive thing that comes from that. That's what I say as far as that goes. Does it mean that the Dolphins... For us, you know? No, it hasn't worked for us. And, you know, we haven't won a playoff game in 20 years. So, you know, we've lost a lot But they haven't gotten back, time. though. They haven't gotten I, back, I, I, though. That's true. That's, that's the true. thing. That's, that's what I'm that's talking that's about. Yeah. Yeah. I'm talking about them getting back. They haven't yeah. gotten back. Every time they go, the team that gets back six, seven years later yeah. is a totally different team. I mean, that's like saying, yeah. you know, Jay Ajayi certainly had a lot more poise when he went into the – no, he never got there again. He did, but he, but he got there. Maybe it helped Philadelphia. <laughs> Maybe yeah. Jay Ajayi helped Philadelphia win the Super Bowl. I don't know. Yeah. You know, that's my yeah. point. You know, yeah, it's just – but, yes, does this mean they're going to continue? No, I mean, that's the big question. I mean, that's the big question, Mark. Is this team going to, A, uh, be able to work off some of the first-year kinks that this organization had? And they did have a lot of kinks. And I mean, you know, McDaniel certainly had offensive um, issues that he has to go. The, the clock management has been terrible a lot of times all year, getting the play in. Um, that continued. That was the worst it's been all year well, yesterday. Wait, wait, let me go back. Let's, let's go back to that, though. Let's, that was a big turning point of the game. And I was screaming about it was the ref's fault, and he said the same thing I did in his press conference that he got word from upstairs that it was a first down. On that one turn. play, yes. On that one play. But that was the turning yeah. point in the game. You know, we went yes, from it, fourth it, and one. Yes. And we went from first down to fourth and one to fourth and six. Uh, on, on, yes. you know, and, and there's no way that play clock should have kept going. If you can't make up yes. your mind, you got to stop that play clock. You know, and they've been doing this crap all year, these refs with this, with this nonsense. You know? Yeah. Yes, absolutely. I mean, that, that, that is uh, a major thing on the refs, for sure. But does that excuse the seven other times that the Dolphins couldn't get a play in? No, but you have, you have a rookie quarterback. You have a rookie quarterback, and, you know, it's a loud place. And, yeah, there, there's no reason to huddle up. I got you that one. It should be a little bit quicker than that. There's no question. But I think a lot of it was there was a lot of, like, long incompletions, and, you know, they start that clock too quick, and you don't have a lot of time. You know, there was some of it. I think it's a lot some to do of it. with that. I think it's yeah. got a, a, I got, it certainly has something to do with it. I also think yeah. there was a lot of times that the Dolphins were going back and forth. Listen, we're not in that, we're not in that, uh, not even the huddle. Yeah. We're not in well, the, I'm not, I'm not, the earphones of, of the helmet of, of Skylar Thompson, Rich. So if you, you, you Rich, yeah. Rich, yeah. You, let me talk for a second. We're not, we're not in the helmet. So we don't know what's going on in that play process. My thoughts are that they're going back and forth with different play calls. That's my feeling of it. I think that McDaniel, they're trying to get too slick. Can we do this? Is Skylar Thompson able to run this? I think they thought too much on that, and that caused a lot of those plays going in late. That's my feeling on it, you know, but I don't know. We're not in there. What what are you going to say? 
I was going to say that I, I believe the coach is more than the quarterback on that because I don't think they're getting the play in quick enough for him. That's my point. That's what he just said, isn't it? Yeah, yes. No, though, you're, you're saying that there are. Yeah, you, that's right. You're, you actually, you said it a different way, but I was going to say, you know, how, you know, we're blaming that, the, you know, they didn't play it quick enough. I just think, I don't right. you know. Yesterday. I think, they're, I think they were going right. back and forth too much on which play to call, yeah. and it caused such a delay getting in there. Now, it's not the whole thing. Obviously, Skyler Thompson, you know, his time management wasn't great. He wasn't on top of a lot of things. But, but I think that it was on them to not get that in there for whatever reason. Um, so that's something that's going to have to be corrected, you know, at a certain point down the road. Um, you know, and, and I'm confident that it will. I mean, if there's anything that he's going to be, you know, he's a very smart guy. So I'm confident that he'll be able to do that. Um, you know, uh, listen, uh, the good parts of it, Skyler Thompson, I'm surprised at how much criticism he's still getting today. I really am. Um, because from what I saw, he made a lot of good throws. I mean, really good throws. There, was yeah. there a lot of things he did bad? Yeah. Yeah, there were. But he's a rookie thrown into a very difficult, hostile situation. But even the last play of the game, I don't think he made the right decision, but I certainly think that that ball was in Gusecki's hands. It did get there. Yeah, I think, I, I think Gusecki was interfered with. Yeah, ball. so, I mean, and that's just one. I mean, I think that he made really good passes to Waddle. He made good passes to him. I think he made some really tight throws in the game. So I was impressed by that. Hadn't really seen that from him. And so I think that alone is enough to say – I like what I saw in Skylar Thompson, and I want him to continue to grow as a backup quarterback in our organization. So that you know, that's my feeling on that. Um, you know, they were outnumbered going in there, and I think that the defense did what they needed to do and kind of picked the team up by getting those turnovers and big stops when they needed to. I didn't feel that the offense and the veteran players of the offense – did what they needed to do with the third-string quarterback there. You know, I, I kind of think no. they dropped the ball with that. I mean, with the drops yeah, and, I mean, you know. Waddle and Hill didn't have great games. I mean, they, they had they didn't. Know, three or four big drops, really, that would have changed the game, I think. And, I, and yeah. I've said all along, so I'm going to continue to say it, my knock on Hill has been always, I think he's an electric player. He's got the fastest speed in the league. He can do insane things. I don't think he's a great route runner. I've said that, and I think you've seen that in a lot of different ways this year. And in this game alone, I think you've seen him go wide on that one out that Thompson threw short. And, I, and if you look at the, the, the last play, that long, you know, one to, to, not the last play of the game, but towards the end, when, you know, he threw that long one to, to uh, Waddle, I think it was, and, 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 and what is Hill doing there? I mean, he's right next to him. He's jumping up to touch the ball. He, he just in, missed it. He looked like he, it was looked a, like he was in the wrong spot. It was almost like, yeah, he, like it was, he like ran out of room for his class pattern, and he kept running towards Waddle. Yeah, it was, that's what I see that as. I mean, he was, it was a perfect pass, and like yeah. he, he almost he almost screwed that up. So I, uh, you know, and I know, and the reason why I bring it up, I guess, is because he's been complaining an awful lot for the last six games and pulling tantrums and whatnot. And so, you know, I, I just that's why I'm bringing that up again because I, I just felt like if the offense would have 
maybe giving him, you know, a little bit, Skylar Thompson a little bit more, um, you know, would have made things a little bit well, easier. You know, I mean, it's, I think the offensive line was a little bit better yesterday too. Like there was there was one play that like was one of those rollouts, and Hill broke, and he was like he was running free, and if if Skyler would have saw him as he was crossing over, it, it was six. It was I watched it again last night. I can't. I think it was the third quarter. I could be wrong. Not and the last like, play of the game. No, 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 no. And he was running like a post, and like when it broke right. off, he he like he dumped it short. And Hill yeah. was wide open. Like it would have been, it would have been an easy six. You know. Yeah, but, I think. You know, it, I think there was certainly you know. a few times that he missed yeah. some, some, missed some yeah. throws for sure. Not missed them in throwing, yeah. just missed some reads. No, he, I, he, didn't, yeah, he didn't throw that to the right. He threw it to the wrong guy. Yeah. He's also yeah, a lot better in the pocket. I think he was apprehensive. Yeah, I think he was apprehensive to throw it late across the middle, ready to get picked off. Which I don't have a problem with. I mean, he. he he had two interceptions yesterday. I don't remember the second one, though. I remember one of them. I don't remember the second one. Well, I I, I think that... First half, did they charge him with that? That may have been one of them. Uh, no, he had the really bad one. That was, uh, you know, when we when I told... Remember we were... I'm like, you got to be careful yeah. here. It was at like right. the ten yard line. It was, yeah, it was like to the left, the left of the, yeah, yeah. yeah it was really exactly. long, long side. I remember that. And you know, I, he was I think to get into he was trying to force yeah. it into the shirt field, and it was, that was terrible. But I don't really remember the second one. The hail mary dropped. Are you sure? The, uh, to, at, uh, I don't know. I never really saw a drop. You know, I think that may have been it. Cause I don't. Do you remember a second interception? Um. Yeah, he threw. Uh, um. Yeah, I thought that uh, there was one where. Is that like the? The, the they were on there. I'm trying to think if uh, yeah, there was two. I kind of remember the other one, um, but I don't think it was a hail mary. Well, the end of the first half, remember he just threw it down the sidelines. There was like three dolphins. There was like one dolphin there and three guys around him. Everybody yeah, but that dropped. Ground. That dropped. I don't know if it did. Yeah, are you sure about that? Yeah, there was one. There was. Yeah, there was one that, that was like. You know, Right no, no, before that, there was one that was like a, there was like a, we were on our own, we were better, we were like on our 27, it was like a second and long, and uh, like, remember they went for that, like that quick, no huddle, and he threw that, yes. like that short pass to, 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 to Hill, I think that was the one, you you know, you remember it? No, I don't remember they were, that, no. Yeah, he, it, they went like no huddle, they, it was, uh. They had like um, they started off with like uh, they got the kick off, and then uh, um, they went. Uh, Wilson did that shotgun play that we both didn't like. For, like it was like a blow up. They went for like a couple yards, and then they came right yeah. back in the no huddle. It was like really quick, and right after that, they they basically uh, 
you know, he did that quick no huddle thing to Hill, and it was picked off. It was it was pretty ugly. And uh, and then Buffalo scored like right after that. Okay. That's what it was. And then there was the other one that was when we were very deep. So um, yeah, and I, I think he's a. I think he's a much better quarterback in the pocket. If you're game planning against him, you flush him out, and he seemed to have some problems. So, obviously, that's something he's got to work on, uh, you know, for the future. All right, let's take a quick break. Got a lot to talk about today. Um, be right back after this. Hi, this is Larry Zonka, and you're listening to the Pat Catella Show. You're listening to the Miami Dolphins Legend Show with Pat Catello, sponsored by Don Nottingham Associates Insurance. Don Nottingham formed Don Nottingham Associates Insurance in 1975 while playing for the Miami Dolphins. He recognized the need to prepare for life after football. For all your insurance needs, call 352-307-6736 or visit online at donnottinghamins.com. Now, back to the Miami Dolphins Legend Show with your host, Pat Cotello. Back to the Miami Dolphins Legends show. Yeah, Pat and Rich here. Recapping the Miami Dolphins loss up in Buffalo. And just a reminder, you can catch us uh, right on iTunes. Just uh, subscribe to us. You'll get the latest shows delivered automatically right on your phone. You can send us any questions or comments right to uh, show at yahoo.com. And uh, we will take you up until the uh, 
uh, Monday night football game, which is uh, the wild card game uh, with the Dallas Cowboys heading to Tampa Bay to take on uh, Tom Brady and the Buccaneers. So the uh, Dolphins season does come to, uh, I won't say an abrupt end because I don't think there's anybody, like I said, who thought that, you know, this was going to be a competitive game. And, uh, you know, it was. uh, And, you know, the Dolphins moving forward now um have a lot to be positive about i mean they the, the, this division runs through buffalo and for the first time rich i don't know how you feel about it but for the first time i really think that the dolphins um ha, you know like if the kids they have their number but i they're certainly not intimidated by them and you could almost no, say no. that i know it sounds crazy you lose two out of three but um you know, he really could have won all three of these games. And I think Buffalo knows it. We didn't win by a lot, but we didn't lose by a lot. We lost by three each time. So, I mean, we, we, won, by, we won by two and we lost by three, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we'll see how this plays itself out future-wise. But you have to feel pretty good about that, um, you know, because that this team has been a juggernaut in the Dolphins' organization for a, a while now i mean it's all through the marino years as we know uh and i don't get that same feeling anymore i i don't i mean i, I you know uh <laughs> this team played closer than some of the uh you know the other battles they've had in the 90s um so um you know we we, we will have to see uh, you know how much they do progress. There's a lot of decisions to be made with this team. Uh, we talked about so offensive line. Uh, is there? How bad? Like, what are we looking at? I mean, very, does the, very high over. I, I does the Chubb contract over. come into that? God, I think everybody, they're talking about renegotiating Hill already. Like giving them like money up front and then like a million in base next year, just to like yeah. uh, just to like lower the cap thing. And there's, you know. Gasecki will be gone. That'll be ten million off the books. Um, you know, you're, you're going to see a lot of people go. I wouldn't be surprised if, if they get rid of Xavier. You know, his contract. Uh, Byron Dill, Byron Jones. I mean, you know, I think he's gone. I think both. Both are. Both are. I think both may go, but I think Byron's gone for sure. Yeah, well, we, that that's you know we talked about that. You know, he's injured. He's not coming because I told you that's why. And, uh, you know, the second he does, you know, he's looking for an injury settlement or to work something there. Uh, I don't know what the ramifications are with Xavier and Howard, but, I, you know, just because you want to do that, I don't know how you can do that. I, unless I want he... to. I, I look, but I'm even if you do. Atrocious year this year, but I think, you know, look, I think they're going to try to trade him and try to get rid of that contract. Well, yeah, they'll try. But, you know, I don't know what, you know, they'll be able they've been They try to do that every year, right? I mean, we've been hearing about this since 2016. Every year. Well, they turned down stuff. Yeah, they turned down offers for him before, you know, so who knows. Yeah, I mean, atrocious is a very strong word. He didn't have a Xavier Howard year, and obviously you're kind of, uh, you know, he makes the Pro Bowl, and a lot of us think that that was maybe oh, more on merit though. than he should have. But you know, you know that's a joke. That, that, he didn't deserve to be anywhere near that. He got burned so many times this year. He had one pick other than the yesterday. I mean, come on. That's not a good year. You not know, for him, it's not. You're supposed to be one of the best quarters in the league. One pick for I think, a 17-game season is not good. 
Yeah, I mean, I still think he is one of the best players, uh, you know, but I, I do think that uh, one of the best corners, you know, but obviously he didn't have a Xavier and Howard uh, year. year. No, he had an off year. He didn't have an average quarterback year. And he was getting now, you're rough on that. Nah, he really was. He really wasn't. I mean, he got burned. But you know, Rich, you don't watch. You don't watch all the other teams like you do the Dolphins. So it's emphasized a lot more. If you watched all these teams, you know, you would uh, have a different feeling on a lot of these. Like, I mean, who who's so much better than him? You know, I mean, you've seen all the the so-called great corner corners, and they get burned. I mean, so you know, uh, that's really what you have to. He Look at burned. He, he got dominated by guys that aren't that good. He got dominated by receivers First of all, that aren't that good this year. No, no you're not right on that because every, every Rich, every great receiver was on him all year. Every one. So that's a, that's kind of a silly comment. You act like he's you know he, the, the the best receivers are on him. So There's I mean that's that's. What's that? There's a lot of teams we played that didn't Who? have that great receiver. The Jets, I mean, well, you just, but you just contradicted yourself, though. You just contradicted yourself. You said he got beat. He got beat up by average guys all year. I don't think he, he did. I think he. It's, it's not the same. It's really not defensible. Did have a good year. And I'm not saying he didn't have a good year for a quarterback. Yeah, you've been hard on him. I know you don't like him. You've been real hard on him, like, every year. You know, uh, hard. I mean, the guy had, what, he had five interceptions last year. He had two this year. Uh, you know, uh, it wasn't a great year for him. I understand that, but I don't think it was anywhere near as bad as you're making him out to be. I mean, it wasn't a top Xavier Howard year, but I think he is still one of the top cornerbacks in football. And then we both know he was playing hurt all year. I mean, there's no doubt about that. He's not, he's not worth anywhere near that contract with two interceptions something like that. And yesterday, what was yesterday? So it really wasn't two. That's postseason. He had one during the regular take, season. I think the postseason one is more important, isn't it? Yeah, it was. It was important. It was. A, it was a great. It was the best interception he had all year yesterday. But again, you know, he didn't have a good year. Our secondary was terrible. Uh, you know, I don't think the secondary was terrible. I think that the linebacking crew was terrible. I think that the the, the secondary was a lot of bend and a lot of injuries. I mean, they were as banged up as can be. And the fact that Xavier Howard played every game this year, I think that alone, you know, is something pretty strong. I mean, he played almost every game, you know, and, and we both know he was injured. I'm not saying he had a great year, but I think you're comparing it to him from past years. So, you know, I think you've got to kind of pump the brakes a little bit on this guy. You've been very critical of him for four or five years when the guy well, was guy arguably the best corner in football. This guy renegotiates every Right, year, exactly. Every year That's your, exactly. Year. I'm glad and, you and said what, it. What happens? As soon as he gets yes. what he wants, what happens? He, he goes and does a thing. Thank you. That's, exactly. That's my point, Rich. That's the issue you have with him. And you know what? Yeah, You're right about that. No, he didn't. He didn't. Yeah. But you're right about that, and that's your gripe, and you emphasize that too much on criticism. Because that I don't like that part of it either. And I think that you've been criticizing him when the guy was, like, at the top of his game every year. And now you're, like, looking to jump all over him when he has an off year. But the off year compared to him 
is what you're comparing it to. I think if you look around the league, I mean, you you say you think Sauce Gardner's a dog. That's what you said. You 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 couldn't have bashed him anymore. This guy's the best young corner in the league, and you hate him. So I don't want to, you know, your cornerback evaluation credentials aren't exactly high. I think you're biased. Well, you're I think it's the problem. problem with Sauce Gardner is I don't like guys yeah. that nickname themselves, number one. Yeah. And well, number great. two is he's not That's as great. great. I mean, the Jets have a, a tendency to overrate their corners, okay? Well, yeah, yeah, he had a good year. But they're making him out to be Rod Woodson, for crying out loud. He's not well, you also think that. that you are, well, you can't stand Rod Woodson, too, if you want to get into that. No, you say like, he's the most overrated like corner in the league. And, and you think Darrell yeah. Revis is not anywhere near a Hall of Famer, too. So, no, I don't you know. so either. No, he's overrated, yeah, No, you said it. I'm not saying I said it. You said it. Don't no, say don't, either, because I'm not saying no, that. He's, he's terribly overrated. <laughs> yes, I you know, when you have yeah. no team, they have to emphasize something. And they emphasize something that you can't really put your finger on. And that's why they always go, oh, he's a Shut down corner. Yeah, okay. Yeah, he shut down Ocho's signal twice. That, great job, Darrell. <laughs> and you, you got a ring in a team that you did nothing for. Good. Great job. Uh, well, I, I think I've made my case. I think if yeah. I was in court right now, I would just send it to the jury. I'm pretty confident of coming out of here. <laughs> you know who's <laughs> the verdict I'm looking Iggy, for? Iggy's going to stink his thing, too. Iggy, whatever his yeah. name is. Yeah, but, yeah. Well, no, how, well, I, how long are you going to carry this? Oh, no, 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 that's, you're not getting an argument from me on that. No, 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 yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, but, but listen, you have problems in the secondary all year, and this moldy piece of bread can't even be dressed on, but, on but, Sunday, you know? But listen, let, let's talk about, let's talk about something seriously positive that came out of all this this year, right? I mean, yeah. you cannot argue, you, you really Kohu. cannot argue that Kohu, Cater Kohu, Kohu, is one, yeah. uh, next to Sauce Gardner. He's the best young corner that I've seen. He you really is. We he's undrafted. This is insane, right? I know. Undrafted. No, this right. was an unbelievable find. And let yeah. me just say, Boyer, uh, supposedly Boyer, is the guy that really found him. So, uh, you know, I mean, take that as you will, but he's supposedly the guy that has found fan. him. I w- I no, I know. That's why I said that. Year, but I really think that, you know, I don't care what the coach does. He really – we had problems on this defense all year. I mean, you know, we had injuries to start with. Our, in the beginning of the year, our pass rush was atrocious. We couldn't sniff a sack, you know, until, until Phillips started playing great. And, you know, the linebackers are horrible. I mean, I, I, I wouldn't keep any of them. I mean, I don't think any of them are any good. Well, I think, that's the, I think that's the biggest problem, yeah, is in that linebacker. I yeah. mean, the talent up front. And can we both agree that Phillips is – this kid's going to be something. He's the, one of the best young pass rushers yeah, in the really, league. He really is. He, he, yeah. yeah, he's – so I, I'm, I really like what the up front-wise with him, Wilkins, you know, Chubb's got to start playing better than – right? I mean, this he has got to work out better. yesterday. Some moments, some moments but no, nothing Hogg that I'm happy with. Hogg was healthy next year too. That's pretty. Cool. Yeah, that's true. You know, that's true. We lost that. You, we lost that. And your boy. I mean, you, you've been saying how much you like Zach Sisler. I mean, you know, though, let's yeah, not leave him out of this whole mix. He's good. Oh, I mean, he's a good player. There's no question. So I have no problem front, with defensive line. They should be even God, better than they God. are. Yeah, exactly. But, I, I mean, you know, out of all the linebackers. I, what yeah. I don't understand is why Van Geekle's not in there all the time. I don't get yeah, it. Yeah, I mean, I he's... he's much better player than Wiley. I don't understand that move at all. It 
doesn't make any sense to me. That Geekle's in there, or he doesn't make plays, and then he, and he gets benched for no reason. It doesn't make any sense. You, you know who they have him? I don't know if you know. You know who they have him on the chart as a backup? No. Phillips. Really? Yeah, which is uh, kind of strange to me. I mean, I know Phillips is like, uh, you know, but he's he's more of like a, yeah, hybrid. But, I mean, like, Van Ginkle, to me, like you said, I think Duke Riley is the guy who's really yeah. taking his he's job. Like Duke Riley yeah, I know. It doesn't make any sense. Yeah, it doesn't. It really doesn't make any sense, you know, when you look at that. I mean, I think that is kind of strange. And we talked about Josh Boyer. This is going to be very interesting. Um, but I don't know if, you know, if you've heard today, but um, – and nobody has been given a, a solid, uh, you know, stamp of approval and returning. But uh, the guy who's on the hot seat apparently now, as of today, is coaching-wise I'm talking about. I don't know if you've heard this, but it's Danny Crossman, the special teams <laughs> special teams guy. He's, he's supposedly on the hot seat going to get axed. I can see that because our, our – you know, I don't. I don't think you can blame him on either kicker. I, I, I don't buy that. You know, it's one guy doing the job. Like, I, I don't see how that's the special teams guy's fault. Like, if Sanders had a crappy year or the punter's not good, you know, which the punter did get a good job right. this year. But I can't blame right. that. But I think that coverage on punts and kickoffs were terrible this year. So yeah, I can see him being on the hot seat. You know. Right. Because I think well, he's supposedly he's going to be the scapegoat. But, but, but here's what our problem with that is: we always seem okay. to be screwing around with the bottom of the roster and getting rid of these guys and bringing them to the practice squad back and forth. So how much is yeah. that not really his fault? And those guys tweaking with the roster too much, right? Yeah, I mean, right? but you, yeah, no. I understand what you're saying there. But you always you always have to have a scapegoat, and oh, he's the one who's yeah. you know he's the one who's uh, going home on the cheerleader bus, right? I mean, it yeah. just seems like uh, you know always got to be one, and it seems like he's the one that's going to be in that well, line. I, but I yeah, he's a lot higher on the depth chart than uh, the special teams coach. <laughs> the guy signing the checks. <laughs> that's my scapegoat. Yeah, well, yeah, well, that's, that's another, that's another one all entirely sure. That's another um, show. But, but, but listen, yeah, that's another, that's the special. That's the, that's that's yeah. the special, the Pac-Tel special that we have. That's the hour and a half of of a special that we. <laughs> you know, one thing also that we have to certainly you know keep in mind to this entire you know. Uh, thing is, you know what what they're going to do moving forward. If they're bringing people in here, my point on this is that if you're going to replace Boyer or somebody like that, you better get a veteran, bona fide guy. You know, yeah, you, you can't be bringing in new, you know, new guys. Well, you were very harsh on on McDaniel not, you know, not bringing his own guys in there for defense. Well, I think that, like, I don't think I think that decision was made for him. I don't think he had a right. choice. I think they right. they said this is the job, and we're going to bring the defensive coaches back intact, you know, which I wouldn't have done. You know, I think when you right. you know I think they made this mistake numerous occasions of the Ross is they you know they fire the coach, but they tell them whose assistants are. You know, they right. do this more so, than once. So if that is the case, then we have to see where this goes because you know if they're going to get somebody else. Um, 
you know, I, 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 and from what I've heard, Vic Fangio, I don't know if you've heard this now, Sean Payton has, has taken Vic Fangio and he's going to be part of his team. So wherever yeah, Payton goes, Fangio is going to yeah. go with him now as his coordinator. So other than that, I don't know how many other, you know, real defensive coordinators there are, you know, I, but I didn't know he, that. I didn't know that Sean Payton knew Vic Fangio. Never mind. I didn't even think of him as a coach. I didn't think they well, were that. Well, Fangio's well, been in the league. He never, he's been in the league. He was with the Saints. Well, he, I don't know about that. He was well, a head coach, he obviously. Yeah, right. But I thought, I thought he was a Denver assistant that he got upgraded from. I'm going to check on that right now. Let's take a last break and I'll check on that. I'll have the okay. answer when we come back right after this. Hi, this is Gary Apremian of the undefeated Miami Dolphins 1972 team. I always listen to the Pat Catello Show. You're listening to the Miami Dolphins Legend Show with Pat Catello. Sponsored by Don Nottingham Associates Insurance. Don Nottingham formed Don Nottingham Associates Insurance in 1975 while playing for the Miami Dolphins. He recognized the need to prepare for life after football. For all your insurance needs, call 352-307-6736 or visit online at donnottinghamins.com. Now, back to the Miami Dolphins Legend Show with your host, Pat Cotello. everybody Miami Dolphins legend show Pat and Rich taking you to the final stretch here and uh, Rich we were talking about Vic Fangio going into the break he does have a long uh, uh, line of defense coordinator jobs in the NFL he's been there a long time I'm not seeing the connection to Peyton uh, specifically I uh, started out in 1995 with the Carolina Panthers to 1998 as their DC, and then I uh, went to the Colts in '99, and he was there. Uh, I guess that's Dungy, and uh, or maybe Mora, and then uh, yeah, I guess that's Mora. He took that to 2001, then to the Texans from 2002 to 2005, then to the 49ers. So uh, that's uh, no, he was never, yeah, he was never with Peyton anywhere. San Francisco to 2014, then to Chicago from 15 to to 18, and then the head coach of the Broncos from uh, 19 to 21. So I'm not seeing the uh, connection there. I see the connection with McDaniel, 
it kind of makes me wonder why McDaniel didn't jump on him. <laughs> so I don't know. Uh, you know, there's a lot of Shanahan, Denver, San Francisco. I don't know. I would think that that would have been somewhat of a, a good pick for for him. But um, yeah, but like I said, there, there it wasn't his choice. Yeah, maybe you're right. Maybe you're right. Well, I've always, I always said that I don't think he necessarily had, uh, you know, a list of defensive guys. I think if he had a guy to pick, it would have been Sala, and Sala got a head coaching job. So, you know, I didn't think he necessarily had the long list of defensive guys. Maybe that he wanted to bring, and there was that well, offensively. I don't, yeah, I don't, think it was, I don't even think he came for that. I think they yeah, maybe it didn't. Gold in. The border's back maybe, with everybody else. Was, maybe I don't it think didn't. it was even addressed. Well, we we don't know. Um, yeah, might be right. Uh, and, and a lot of big news today with the with the whole Sean Payton thing. Um, uh, so apparently he's got four interviews set up now. He's going out to Denver first, and he's going to meet with them. Uh, and then he's going to meet with uh, three other teams, I believe. And, and today, I don't know if you – Carolina and yeah and today he uh, basically said well Mickey Loomis uh, confirmed that Dennis Allen's staying in New Orleans so that's done and they also uh, Sean Payton confirmed that they've discussed it and depending on the team uh, would would be what the compensation is but that it's going to be a mid to late round first round pick is what that they've agreed, you know, is what they would be looking to get for for whatever, you know, team he goes to. Yeah, I, I guess that could... the Saints big walk back. No, I just told you. Oh, I just told you. Okay. Yeah, that, they, they, Mickey Loomis confirmed today, Dennis Allen is staying. Wow. So that that's done. That's done. So, okay, so that's that theory is you know, out. San Diego may be the landing spot. It's possible. I mean, that's but the, but you know, it's funny you brought that up because I don't know if you've caught this, but the, you, I'm sure you have because you you can't stand them anyway. But Rex Ryan has been so vocal for the last weeks and so critical of every coach in the NFL because he really, I guess, he's really pulling a Jimmy Johnson and thinking that he's going to talk his way into firing one of these guys and taking his job. But he has been you know, really so funny. critical. Yeah, I, I, I saw this idiot on TV, and like one of the guys on ESPN goes to him, I think he was talking about about how Dallas never beat Brady. And I don't think, like, did Rex beat him once or something like that? I think Rex's record against him is terrible. And he finally goes, yeah, my record's not good against me. And they're like, he snapped, you know? Yeah, but, yeah, but a lot of that is Rex, is, is Rob Ryan. Rob Ryan was the Dallas coordinator. They keep showing that, that Brady oh, beat yeah. him like in the last minute, and Rob Ryan's going nuts. <laughs> He's throwing the things up. And so that, that must hit Rex pretty hard, too, because it's personal. And, yeah, and I'm yeah. sure, like you said, uh, um, but well, yeah, I mean, he's Rex, been, Rex almost gave him the undefeated season. I mean, let's be honest. I mean, like, you yeah, know, he came, they he did everything he could. This is the coach's call five outs because of that moron, you know? And, and, you know, you can say what you want. I know you don't like him, but it, it irks me to death that they talk about this, this Ravens defense, and, and it was a great defense regardless, but how Rex Ryan acts like he was the defensive coordinator. Well, that was Marvin Lewis's defense. That's his defense. He was a linebacker's coach. I know. I know. Coach. And that, so that's what just... they did 
made the rule that assistant coaches can't call timeouts yeah. because of that. I know. Because of that debacle. I know. But getting back to what I was saying, he's been so critical, and his latest tirade was against the San. It was Jeff Saturday. And he went nuts on him, and then the San Diego coach, uh, or the LA Chargers coach, uh, he went crazy on him. And uh, you know, uh, we'll see what happens there. Obviously, that's one of the most coveted jobs out there. Um, and so, yes, yeah, they're all going to be, you know coming at that and we'll wait to see you know if they're going to make a move in fact with that um but and that and that'll be the job that you know everybody's going to want um and herbert you know after this this debacle you know i stand by what i said though i mean obviously herbert you know everybody's everybody loves him and he's he certainly seems like you know he's got everything there but what do i always what's my criticism of him rich and i've been saying it for he doesn't win. He I've been saying it for two years. As great as he, you yeah. know, as nice as he is, he just doesn't win. He doesn't win that big game yeah. ever. I mean, he he didn't even win last year to get them in the playoffs. He was spotted twenty-seven points and couldn't hold that. <laughs> in in yeah. this game, I I mean, he just seems like he just yeah. Maybe he'll get rid of that. We'll see. But that's definitely a stigma. You know that he's got to get over, and but I would have to think that Sean I mean, Payton know, is salivating there. It's not his fault. Not his fault. No. The kicker missed a field goal in the second half, and I think that you know, I didn't really watch the second half because I gave up on that game. Wish they scored three yeah. points. They scored three no, points. No, no, if I, it was I, Matt I Ryan, we'd be going nuts. Oh, listen to me. Well, no, no. I'm asking you a question. I didn't see the second half a lot. Is that true? They want the prevent defense. The San Diego? I didn't see that. You you told me that. I didn't see them in yeah. prevent defense the whole second half. I didn't see that at all. I mean, I I didn't see that. It's, they said, I, I didn't mean, see it, so I couldn't tell you. Yeah, you know? but it, either way, though, out. what does that have to do with Herbert, though? I mean, if anything, no, that should kill more time. Yeah, you well, know, I, he, I didn't he, watch the second half, dude. So I can't tell you. I, I didn't watch yeah. it. So, but three I points. I mean, you know, no, obviously he. Couldn't get anything done there. There's nobody in the NFL should lose a 27-point lead, okay? I don't care, regular yeah. season, preseason, or anything. It's disgraceful, you know? Yeah. No, I mean, but, listen, I, I'm never one to put these these things on anybody. It's like it's not Matt Ryan's fault that the Colts collapsed like they did. I mean, that's not his fault. I don't I don't even blame him like everybody does for that Super Bowl. I mean, the defense, you got a 28-3 to lead. I mean, you yeah, know, okay, they they you know, like they stop scoring, I, but I blame the, I, I I blame I blame Shanahan on that hard because I believe that they, uh, you know, that they ran when they should have passed, the pass yes. when they should have ran. Yes, I understand that, but I'm saying that nobody wants yeah. to blame the defenses ever. Nobody no, ever blames the defense. Oh, I, I've been hearing that it's Warren Moon's fault that the Buffalo Bills came back for. I've been hearing that for 25 years. The guy yeah. did put up 40 points. I mean, you, you really? You, 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 you couldn't hold that lead defense? But nobody ever no, blames the defense for these debacles. It's, it's, yeah. it's, a, it's staggering to me. It really yeah, is. You're right. Yeah, you're I don't right. understand it. I mean, I really don't. Yeah. But, um, yeah. but yeah, I, and, and listen, I'm not putting Herbert down in that sense. So he's, he seems like a great young talent. So, but I'm just saying that it does seem like he has yet to get over that. And, you know, he's going to have to, at some point, you know, win these games. You know how this goes. I mean, you know, you, you really, you have to win when it matters eventually where it's going to be, a, I mean, it's Philip Rivers 2.0, right? 
Does it matter yeah, if you go 14 and two and you're sitting up, yeah. you know, and you're playing New England with your head down in the fourth quarter because they just blew you out? I mean, does it matter? I mean, that's a team that overachieved and underachieved so much in the same year. So, I mean, that's what you're looking at, and if you don't get over that, I mean, that's basically what you're looking at. What drives me extremely crazy, though, there's always a team, and especially the last 20 years, we haven't won a playoff game, and blah, blah, blah. Then you get to see these teams that shouldn't even be there, and they go on this little run. (laughs) We can't win a damn playoff doesn't that drive you absolutely right. crazy? Yes, it does, and I you know, that's part of what I'm. Yes, that's and and you see that more often than not, yeah. right? You see that with certain teams. One of them that takes yeah. place in uh, in New Jersey. It's a little ridiculous, yeah. but certain teams, uh, they just they win the playoffs for whatever reason. Yeah. When they get there, yeah. uh, you know they look terrible falling in, and then they win. And other teams look yeah. amazing going in, and they can't win. And and that they, falls right into the debate that me and you are, are talking about right now. Absolutely right on that. And yeah, <laughs> we'll see how this continues. Yeah, it yeah. really does. So you know, there's a lot of. There's a lot of rumors. I think McDaniel, I, I, you know, obviously with that win up there, um, you know, I think that takes away all these idiots that are, you know, we're, we're talking about him and putting him on the hot seat. Um, and, you know, but today's big rumor, which I'm sure you heard, I guess we have to address it now, is Aaron Rodgers. It was first it's Brady, and now it's Aaron Rodgers oh, that are both oh, lingering. I didn't hear that one. Yeah, that's well, today. I that's the, I'm on record. When we get Brady, I'm done. You know, yeah. I'll still do the show, but I'm get not a fan anymore. I'm, I'm, I'm yeah. paper right now. I am not rooting for the Miami Dolphins if, if Tom Brady is the quarterback. I'm going to root against the park. Okay? I am not going to be a fan of Tom Brady. Okay? I can't stand well, the guy. He, and there's no oh, chance I'm rooting for Tom Brady. No chance. You don't have to root for him. Nothing like being professional, though. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I just that's what it is, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, kid, you know, <laughs> I don't have to be professional. <laughs> well, you got half of, you got half of the country hates you anyway right now. So what's bringing yeah. another half on board, right? <laughs> hey, yeah, you listen, know what? I, a lot of people that agree with me too. You know, yeah, 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 they, they are, but they're not. Yeah, they are. Yeah, I mean, but you know, we'll see how far that that does transpire. But so the, listen, so we'll, a, we'll get some people far to burn their temp pagers and switch over to a dolphin one. That'll be that'll be it. That'll be the replacements. Yeah. You know? So, so staying on this now, I mean, obviously. Uh, the quarterback situation here is up and up. I love how Adam Sheffer comes in the day before the play. The big news story: Dolphins decide they're they're, they're going to stay. Uh, they're going to keep Tua in their plans for the future. You know what are you talking about? He's under contract next year. Well, well they're going to. This is going to come out now before the playoff game. If they're going to make changes, so they're going to tell you, Adam Sheffer. Seriously, like, what, what are you going to like? Like, what are you going to do? You going to you going to you going to tell this kid he can't play anymore? But not even that. If you, not even that though, Rich. He's under contract. You have him under a rookie contract next year. If you are thinking of doing something, you're telling Adam Sheffer the day before the playoff game. (laughs) That's just so stupid to me. If anything's going to happen, it ain't happening (laughs) at the end of week seventeen. I mean, there's a lot of time here. A lot of things are going to happen. Rodgers is what I brought up originally. That's the big name that's coming into focus now. Um, you know, uh, where do you stand on something like that? I don't stand on it. I want Tua back next year. I think, you know, 
get him healthy, give him the new helmet, mm-hmm. and run with it. You know, give him a What's the new helmet, though? Line. What's the new helmet? I mean, you keep well, they, talking they about they, like they this. They said they developed this. They developed a new yeah. helmet. It's in development right now. It'll be ready next year, and it's going to be for the back of the head where most quarterbacks get concussions where they get whipped to the ground. It's going to have more padding on there, and they said it'll prevent a concussion like he was getting. Instead of that, it should just have a speaker in the back of it that says, throw the ball away. Throw the ball away. Don't roll <laughs> yeah, out like, and last, slam your head. Like, you know, the last one where he got shoestring that he got whipped down like Yeah, that. but that's a perfect example, though. I've never seen that happen in my life. I've seen Marino do that 40 times in a year. You roll out, you toss the back, he got shoestring tackled. How do you then turn around and smash the back of your head? You're running forward and throwing the ball. He's a smaller guy. You can't throw Marino around like that. They said because he's a smaller guy, they're able to, like, manhandle him more. Like, obviously, you can't, you wouldn't be able to whip Marino around like that because he's too big, you know? And they said because of two his size... He's susceptible yeah. to that. Again. Like, it, it, I guess. You know, look, I want I, I, my feeling is I want him to come out like the great kazoo next year. I want him to have this helmet that's the size. That's fine. That's <laughs> fine. <laughs> you know, let me just throw this, <laughs> listen, I know you like him. I like him so let, let me just throw this out there. I'll, I'll end you on a positive note. I was always concerned with Tua coming in with his injuries. I make no bones about that. I've always said that was my biggest concern with him, you know, injury-wise moving forward. But let me just say, I don't ever remember the guy getting a concussion or having concussion problems in college. So, you know, I mean, this is a new thing. It's not like he's been susceptible to concussions, right? Did you see the size of his offensive line in college? (laughs) Yeah, but that's not not really the point. I mean... Yeah, yeah, but that's yeah, a stupid right. thing. I mean, look at the injuries he's had in college. These aren't taking place, yeah. really, because of his offensive line. I mean, he, he rolls out and throws. He, he dumps off to yeah. a back. He dumped off to yeah. a back. I've never seen I that have. in my life. He ran to the right and dumped the pass to the back and somehow ended up with his hands spread out, smashing the back of his head. I've never yeah, seen I that have. in my life. I've watched football a long time. So there's that one. I mean, yeah, obviously you're going to get hit, you know, the Milano hit and and the Cincinnati one too. But, you know, I mean, I don't care what offensive line you have, you're going to take those kind of hits. But I'm just saying it's never really been a problem. He's never been susceptible. So I don't know. We'll see how it transpires. There's a lot of question marks. We got, you know, listen, it's an exciting uh, it's going to be exciting, you know, weeks and see, you know, we're going to obviously have so a lot of new issues. Right? Now, he's, he, look, they said he was still a concussion protocol as of yesterday, right? So he's going to be right. monitored every day like he's a concussion protocol right now? Well, you, you, you want the honest answer? You know, you are, I mean, I told no, you how no, I thought no, about no, it. Tell me, no, tell me the truth. I'm not being funny. I'm, I'm just I'm asking. I'm like, is he being yeah. monitor every day for this still? Rich, I, I told you. I told you four weeks ago, I'm on record saying it. His career will never be the same. He will be on a microscope for the rest of his career. If he ever gets a concussion, they will put it in the same kind of thing. I didn't think it would happen as soon as it did because he seemed like he was getting back in rhythm, and then we didn't even know he had one until he came in on, on Monday morning. And... We all know, I mean, I think it's plainly obvious that whatever tests and everything are run, I think he's passed them, but I don't think they want the liability of it. 
and so they put them on the shelf for it. If they would have beaten so Buffalo, be it would have been real interesting. You think, you, you think the next time this happens, if it happens like that, you think he's going to be honest with them? You think he's going to self-report next time? You know, it's hard to say that. I mean, I, obviously this guy has had a lot of heat on him before he self-reported this time. So I think he's scared. I think there's part of him that's scared. Who knows, Rich? If it happens again, maybe he, he's going to look in the mirror and say, I, you know, this, I don't want to do this anymore. I mean, yeah. you know, it is his head. It's a serious thing. I know you, you put it aside, like, you know, well, you, you, you know, put you know, rub dirt Roger on it and Orsky, get in there. Rod Jaworski, you know, has a radio show in Philly. And I was watching a little bit what he was saying, and he said that he got 47 concussions in his career that he knew about. Which means what? I don't know that he had 47 of them. So, <laughs> I know. But what does that mean? Two, that they want to end this guy's career with two, but Jaworski oh. over his career had 47 of them, and he's still—it's not like the guys that you know eat tapioca pudding four times a day. You know, I don't know where to go with that. <laughs> I guess we're at the end now, you know so I'm going to let you end on that. Like yes, I know what they act like. I know what you're and it's not right. But at a certain point, though, too, two is going to have to make some decisions too. And, you know, I mean, I'm sure I'm sure two has not had two concussions in his life, right? Ron Jaworski had 47. That. Where's he coming up with yeah. that number? I mean, you know what I mean? I don't know. Like. I, I, I've seen some of the hits he's taken. I don't doubt that he's had them. I don't doubt that, but uh, I'm just saying, like you know, I'm sure, the, I'm sure there's a lot of concussions that are not reported. I'm sure there was a defensive, there was a backup defensive player that's on special teams at some point in the playoffs yesterday that had two or yes. three of them. Nobody cares. I agree. I think so we've seen the Buffalo Bills guy one get one. There was one guy. Oh yes, the, the, one guy in Cincinnati. I think it was a, a offensive lineman. Yeah, he, he got his bell rung back in the next day. Yeah, in the next play, he didn't even know where the hell he was. And then, there was no, where was the guy in the booth? Where was the guy in the booth there? And, you know, yeah. spots the guy. hundred percent, this guy had no idea where he was. Yeah, and you know, it, it, it's unfortunate too because uh, you know, so much you brought up. The, I mean, so many things uh, took place yesterday. Uh, you know, there were some some great games. The Ravens kind of had the uh, almost the uh, exact. Uh, circumstances that we had, and uh, you know, we we didn't get a chance to to go over that. But uh, Huntley, I mean, came out of nowhere and uh, you know a, does that. that, that so ball, uh, go go and hit with the quarterback sneak, reach the ball over. Yeah, maybe so. But why wasn't why wasn't that running back in the game? Couldn't stop that guy in a million years. Yeah, but that's on hardball. That, yeah, that's on hardball for sure. You know? But it is what it is. But it, unfortunately, and it, and it, let's, uh, let's be honest. There was a legal block too on that run back. Yeah, that block wasn't called. Was ridiculous. Yeah, was ridiculous. Was there was some bad. Yeah. There was some really bad officiating yesterday for playoffs. That's what they had. Very bad. No doubt about it. We'll see what transpires in the next one, and uh, we'll be here to report. Thanks for joining us, everybody. Took a look down a westbound road, right away I made my choice. Headed out to my big two-wheeler, I was tired of my own boy. Took a beat on the northern plains and just rolled that power on. Twelve 